0: Hi, Bob Brill, he's Eric Kramer. Welcome to Kramer and Brill, an NFL football podcast, a fantasy cast. Each week, uh, my co-host, former Bears and Lions quarterback Eric Kramer and myself, delve into your fantasy football choices and hopefully help you out on your way to victory. Find out more by going to our website, KramerandBrill.com, or on my Bob Brill YouTube channel. Well, before we actually get to the fantasy playoffs and and uh, recaps and looking at the games this week, we had this uh tragedy on Monday Night Football. Now, we're recording this on Tuesday, and we just got word from the NFL what the latest is as far as how they're going to handle this coming weekend and the game that was suspended. I think as most people know, uh, uh, DeMar Hamlin uh, suffered a cardiac arrest on the field during the game uh, last night, and uh, the game, he's in critical condition as of this recording and uh, the game was suspended and then postponed. As far as the game goes, the NFL has issued a statement just moments before we came on the air. A Monday's game between the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals will not be resumed this week. And they went on to say, no changes have been made to the Week 18 schedule. The NFL has made no decision regarding the possible resumption of the game at a later date. Uh, The league has not made any changes to Week 18 Uh, They'll continue to provide additional information as it becomes available, and it sounds like to me what they're trying to say is uh, they're not going to play the game this week. They can't. That would be kind of crazy to get the players together, play the game, and then play a few days later. Uh, The option seems to be that if this game, the results of this game, would have affected the playoffs, now both teams have clinched playoff spots, and they're not going to lose that. Uh, But if it affected the playoffs then they could play the game on Monday because there's no Monday night game. If it doesn't affect the playoffs, let it go. And and it may affect home field advantage. Uh, Eric, what are your thoughts?
1: Well, my first thought last night was, I didn't know what was going on. And it was running in the background. I was over at a friend's house. And um, I had recorded the game. So when I got home, um, you know, it went through... I don't know. Two or three commercials were when the people were on air, it didn't matter if it was Aikman and and Buck in the booth or the studio, nobody knew what was going on. They were just sitting around talking. Turns out, uh Demar Hamlin nearly died. And so um thank God he didn't. And <clears throat> and so uh it it would be impossible to to even think last night of about returning to the field. And so I'm kind of I'm glad the NFL um, you know has found a way to not play this game, given that it's not going to affect any playoff implications. What I'm what I'm surprised at, and I know I joked about this with you earlier, was that they didn't seem to take in in account the NFL fantasy leagues. And so here's this is all a bunch of people's uh, you know getting into the playoffs themselves. And so uh, you know I'm I'm just like I said I'm thankful. Uh to both uh, Demar Hamlin and his family and and close friends and teammates that he's still with us and uh that for for all intents and purposes that's really all that matters
0: yeah that's that's the main thing here and uh i and you know it, the hit whether the hit brought on the uh the um cardiac arrest or whether the cardiac arrest was there or you know in in recent years we've had a lot of players who didn't know they had some sort of heart problem enlarged heart or things like that and things like that come out um and this is the only time that i can remember that the nfl has actually stopped the game and then didn't play it i mean they took a lot of criticism in 1963 when JFK was assassinated and they didn't cancel the weekend's games. And then the game with Daryl Stingley, uh, which was a Monday night game uh, where he was hit and paralyzed. They didn't stop that game. You mentioned uh, Utley and also uh, also uh, uh, Ryan Shazier. And I'm sure there were others too. And uh, so it, it's, this is, it just shows another thing. We're in a different time period. You know, um, the sensitivities are more, and a lot of that, I'm sure, comes from the uh, the head injuries and everything else that has happened and mental health issues, which, you know, we've talked about before and you've experienced as well. So, well, the fantasy playoffs, uh, you know, I'm going to throw this out there because it in my personal league, uh, which we've had for almost 20 years, we have a decision to make. And I, as commissioner, I had a decision to make, and that is to... That game is affecting who is going into the championship game against the team that's already locked into the championship game. So in order to make it fair, I have put out a proposal to our league, and I'm still waiting to hear back, and maybe other leagues can take a look at this. Uh, My option is to either declare the game as is, and the team that was supposed to lose goes into the playoffs, and that would not be fair to the team that was supposed to win because it was only a 13-point difference in Josh Allen versus uh, was on the team that would end up losing this. So my decision is to put all three teams into the championship game. It's not like they're playing each other on the field. They're playing for points. And at least that way, the team with the most points would win the championship. The team with the second most would be the loser, and then the third— team would be uh, for draft purposes because we drafted in reverse order would be kicked back to their regular season. So hopefully uh, some fantasy commissioners, that's an option for you if uh, you happen to uh, run into the same situation that our league has run into.
1: This could go down as the DeMar Hamlin rule
0: now exactly exactly you know uh well the fantasy playoffs are underway we made some right choices last week for the nfl it's week 18 lions might just make the playoffs for the first time since you were their quarterback that make has to make you feel kind of good
1: well they've made the playoffs you know they just haven't won a playoff game unfortunately and it's been what 31 years now which is ridiculous so i'm i'm so happy for that city and that organization um and you know uh I just I remember them going what one and two, and I got a hold of Chris Spielman who works with the team, and I said they look really good, and he says we're we're very well coached. And then they went on to lose their next four or something. But the the turnaround this year for them, I was thinking, when's the last time I've seen something like this? Well, it was this year with Justin Fields. He started out horrible and then really flipped around right up until about the third series of last game in Detroit when they got whipped 41 to nothing. So I think that this offense for the Lions reminds me of the early 90s 49ers. We played a game against them in 93. We, we won the division, went to the playoffs, but two or three games before the end of the season, they rolled in, got off the bus, uh, scored the only five times they had the ball touchdowns in the first half, 35-10, game over. And that to me is the Lions right now. They just look that dominant. And so I think the rest of the league and the uh, NFC in particular better hope that they don't get in the playoffs.
0: Uh, it's going to be very, very interesting. And you know, like I said, I, uh, I I told you last week that uh, I think your phone's going to be ringing off the hook here the next week or so. <laughs> Speaking of which, the guys you like this week were solid, starting with Jared Goff, three more touchdown passes, no picks. He's been outstanding. You really like Daniel Jones. You really like Sam Darnold. I poo-pooed that. Brock Purdy were all really good. Those were guys you had uh, on your top of your list. I was strong on the running backs with Swift, Mostert, and Harris, all topping the charts. Our receivers, uh, how about Mike Evans? Ten catches, 207 yards, three touchdowns for Tampa. You said he was going to go off. Brady really pulled it all out this week.
1: You know, as much as I think the good Brady QB days are over, he has a way of making me eat my <laughs> words, and I love it. And, and But like you pointed out with Jared Goff, This guy has been lighting it up for half a season now. And if there was a draft tomorrow, a fantasy draft, I'm not sure I wouldn't take Jared Goff, fantasy or real draft. He's playing that good. I don't think he's throwing an interception in six or seven games. And uh, everything he does just seems to be right. And offensively, they're awesome to watch. Hey,
0: Sean McVay, where are you today? (laughs) Right. Baker Mayfield. Mayfield.
1: (laughs) There's a guy right there that wishes he had him back for sure, I think. Uh, And then the other guy is Daniel Jones. You know, you mentioned him and you look at what he does and he is. I don't know how many people think of him as a dual threat quarterback, but he is. And because he's he combined for, I think, about 260 yards over 260 last week uh, and accounted for four touchdowns. And then you know, and he's he's throwing it with like his Duke Frat brothers. So there's no like sensational receiver he's throwing to, and it doesn't even matter if Barkley, who didn't go off last week, plays well. It's just Daniel Jones is like a one man band right now.
0: Interesting notes. Joshua Dobbs will start for the Titans against the Jags this week. We've been waiting for that. Could be a a key pickup if you have a quarterback being arrested by his NFL team going into your championship game. Also facing issues are Teddy Bridgewater, Matt Ryan, Tyler Lockett, Jalen Hurts likely is ready. Nick Foles is out, and Lamar Jackson is likely sitting again as the Ravens are in the playoffs. So let's get right to the game. The key is no team has clinched home field advantage. So every team will at least start their best players. At least start. We'll see how that goes. Starting with Saturday. Chiefs and Raiders. Raiders playing out the string, but it looks like Jarrett Stidham uh, might be worth a look for after 365 yards passing and three touchdowns and a 40-plus day in fantasy. Uh, Devontae Adams, as well as Josh Jacobs, are solid. Mahomes and McKinnon are solid. And Kelsey, of course. Valdez Scantling, I like him, is a good pick, too.
1: And for KC, do not forget about rookie running back Isaiah Pacheco. Uh, he only had 31 yards rushing last week, but he did get in the end zone. And since he's taken the bulk of the carries this second half of the season, he's a solid 70 to 100 yard, you know, uh, outing guy. Uh, and the running back, Jared McKinnon, uh, has seven receiving touchdowns and one rushing in the last five games.
0: Titans and Jags, if you're hurting for a quarterback, Joshua Dobbs could be your man here, along with Robert Woods and Traylon Burke, but Derrick Henry, likely sitting this one out.
1: If you start either quarterback in this one, I'd go with the guy who recently popped up out of the -the jack-in-the-box, and that's Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Last several weeks, has been playing great. Not huge numbers last week but uh, against Houston, but they've won four in a row, and the first of those were when they hung 36 on the Titans, and Lawrence put up. Over three hundred sixty yards to the air and accounted for four touchdowns.
0: Sunday games: Bucks and Falcons. Brady Evans and Godwin for sure. I'm good with Patterson, London, and Algier, who went over a thousand yards last week in rushing for the season.
1: And I'm thinking the Bucks' D that woke up last week against Carolina Panthers. I'd be cautious about starting either Algier or Patterson, but I'm good with Drake London and all the Bucks' offensive players you mentioned. I think as well.
0: Patriots and Bills, a must game for New England, and I like Mac Jones here. I'm good with Stevenson too, along with Jacoby Byers. Bills, well, we just don't know, so we're gonna leave. I'm gonna leave that one go. We just don't know what's going to happen there. So, uh, your comments.
1: The one Patriot I'd add to this is tied in Hunter Henry, uh, as you said. They're desperate to get this win to get in the playoff picture. Henry only has two receiving touchdowns in the year, but I can see him being more part of this red zone game plan this week. Uh, as you said, if the Chiefs win uh, and the Bills have nothing to play for, they're likely to sit defensive starters as well. Remember, safety Demp, uh, Demar Hamlin is the guy who went down last night, and playing keeping the playoff picture in mind, his backup would be the starter, and then he could start, He could end up also sitting. So I think, for that reason, um, you know, Hunter Henry stands out to me as a, a, a legitimate start.
0: Vikings and Bears, Vikings could be playing for home field, so I'd start key players like Hawkinson. Well, Naylor and Osborne did step up last week, so you might keep an eye on them. Don't expect Jefferson to be held to just one catch this week. Bears, well, you can sit all those guys.
1: We all know it's the Vikings who actually own the Bears. Remember the week five game where Cousins was unconscious and Jefferson had, what, 12 catches for over 150 yards, even through a pass. Dalvin Cook went over 100. 100- 100 uh, combined yards with a couple of touchdowns rushing. Those three I'd start along with Hawkinson. The Bears are depleted in the second and third levels of that defense, and their defensive line, unfortunately, gets zero pass rush right
0: now. Ravens-Bengals, I wouldn't touch anyone on the Ravens and the Bengals again. Here, we we just don't know what's going to happen, so I'm going to leave that one go.
1: Offensively, even if they sit the starters, the Bengals have explosive backups everywhere. Uh, P. Ryan at running back, Tyler Boyd, I would expect to start and play a lot. Uh, Trent Irwin came alive last week with a couple of touchdowns against the Patriots. And then if Brandon Allen's up stepping in for uh, Joe Burrow, he can sling it. So I, I think the Bengals are offensively just deep.
0: Lions and Packers. Lions uh, got the win, so they Packers need to win as well. So you got to play anyone you have on these two teams. Both Detroit RBs are solid. Uh, Swift and Williams both scoring touchdowns, and Aaron Rodgers has his team on the move. So I'd stick with him too. I love the back uh, the two running backs uh, for Detroit now. I mean, it's 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 they've joined in with what seems to be the current trend in the NFL, where you have two good running backs. They're both playing a lot. They're both sharing carries. They're both scoring touchdowns.
1: All I know is every time they score, they call a running play on first down, it's then second and one. So it's a, like, it's a gash every time they get the ball in their hands. And, uh, and that's not just against the bears defense. So I just, I love what Detroit's doing right now. And like I said, I think Jared Goff is maybe the best quarterback going. Uh, but if the Packers get this game, now everything up to this point has fallen in place for them to get into the playoffs. But if they win this game, the Lions are playing so well right now, I think, the and and they have to also win this game, that I think, hey, everything's falling so well for the Packers, Better on them to go to Super Bowl. Why stop with the playoffs? Because, you know, this is, the, the Lions are that good. Um, and I think that offensively, uh, you know, running, play action, drop back pass. James, uh, Jameson Williams, is that how your parents' name? Uh, uh,
0: Jamal Williams.
1: No no the the receiver for Detroit. Oh 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 okay yes. Yeah. yeah so he got some action back against Chicago last week so he's added to the mix now. Uh and so I mean yeah the Lions I think are going to win this game and I think offensively it's going to be um they're going to put up some points as well.
0: Texans and Colts two teams with nothing to play for, nothing to prove. Move on.
1: Well, Houston has a lot to lose for and that's the number 1 overall pick. So they don't want to give that up, and but try as you might, there's just, you know, you look up and down these offensive rosters, there's just really no one to start.
0: Jets and Dolphins, Jets and Dolphins both need wins here. I like the RBs for Miami, and if Bridgewater starts, I'd elevate the wideouts, Hill and Waddle, but not if Skylar Thompson is the QB. Uh, for the Jets, I like Mike White, Conklin, and even Corey Davis, along with Garrett Wilson, who will get targeted but double-teamed.
1: The Jets are a solid defense, so with either Dolphins quarterback playing, which is going to be a backup, there's just not much to get excited about lately in Miami. Possibly most though a running back because of his speed, and what he also gives you not just as a running back, but as a receiver out of the backfield.
0: Panthers and Saints, Sam Darnold and D.J. Moore are worth a shot, as is Taysom Hill, who had 10 fantasy points last week, and I like Shahid here along with Olave.
1: Who knew that Carolina was going to run into the buzzsaw that was the Tampa Bay defense last week? Uh, The Saints D hasn't been as stout lately as I would have thought, and the Panthers have been running the ball up until last week very well. Uh, So I'd start Devonta Foreman. I think their best receiver here is DJ Moore, so I'd start him as well. Um, And for New Orleans, Alvin Kamara has put three solid weeks together. Not the Alvin Kamara of old, but the guy who's putting up 75, 85 yards a game now. He's solid.
0: Giants-Eagles. Giants have nothing to gain. So Jones and Barkley are iffy, but the Eagles are playing for home field. So Hurts, if he's healthy, Sanders and Brown along with Smith, if Hurts can't go, uh, Minshew is solid here.
1: As we mentioned, Daniel Jones is hot. So if he's playing, start him. Uh, and whether it's Hurts or Minshew, doesn't matter. Play all the Eagles receivers. Minshew is just as, as uh, capable uh, passing the ball, maybe not running the ball, but passing the ball just as well as Hurts.
0: Browns and Steelers. Browns would love to keep the Steelers out of the playoffs with a win. So Chubb, Watson, and Cooper are all goes. But keep an eye on Hunt. He's always tough on Pittsburgh. For the Steelers, the defense. you got to take the defense this week because they're stepping it up, along with Najee Harris, Deontay Johnson. And if you're hurting for an RB, Warren might be a good pickup, and I do like Pickens, too.
1: You know, I hate to disagree with you at all times, but especially here in fantasy football world. but. No way do I start Deshaun Watson. He has not had one good game since he's returned. Uh he's uh I was the dealer the Steelers defense also is shutting down whoever it is they play. Uh Chubb would be it for me as the only possible starter in Cleveland. Um and when it comes to Pittsburgh, Harris obviously is a definite start. Uh Pickett may get his third winning drive in a row here, which is incredible for a rookie, but he's just now to me starting how starting to understand how not to lose games first set yourself up for a two minute drive. Great. But not putting up great numbers fantasy wise.
0: You know, it's interesting because I heard a statistic. I think he's uh, got five game winning drives in his career. Of course, he's only got six wins. (laughs) 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 He's learning uh, early. Yeah. It's like, okay. We play for 59 minutes. I know we're behind. Oh, we got 60 seconds left. That's when we'll throw the final touchdown and win it. You know, and he's, it's, he's just been amazing on those last drives. You know, it's just. You're, you're uh, right. It,
1: and I'm sorry to cut you off, but I was going to say he reminds his turnaround this year. Because remember, when he was playing early in the year, he was losing games. Yeah, And now he's kind of learned how not to do that. And then put the team on his shoulders in that last minute or two.
0: Yeah. Impressive. And, uh yeah, and I, that touchdown was a laser, you know, the the one to Pickens and, t- and then the one to um uh Najee to win the last game. He yeah. was falling down as he was throwing it. It was like he looked like to me like Aaron Rodgers out there, just kind of flipping the ball around, you know, and, right. and it was fun to watch. Cowboys and Commanders. Cowboys clinch and home field might be a possibility, which they would likely know before game time. So Dak and the RBs are good, along with Lamb, but keep an eye on a coach's decision to rest them if this game doesn't mean they're going to have a chance to move up in the in the rankings.
1: I'm fine if Dak sits and uh, sits for this one. Uh, he's been really anything but consistent since returning from that thumb injury, and the Commanders' defense to me is excellent. Uh, I do like Lamb, though, and a possibility maybe of T.Y. Hilton, who's starting to sneak his way up the chart.
0: Chargers and Broncos, Chargers have nothing to play for, so you might see the starters get rested and the Broncos are playing for pride, so Wilson may be a decent start this week.
1: Yeah, not sure if, you know, uh, as far as the Chargers go, if they're going to be sitting anybody, but if he plays, you know, definitely the the offense runs through Eckler now and and has for a while, Um, and so even though it doesn't appear they might not have something to play for, they've got a five game winning streak to play for. So going into the playoffs, that's a momentum. That that momentum's real. You don't want to give that up for free. And so if they do all play, then obviously they got a great quarterback. Williams and Allen on the outside are awesome. And so yeah, I see the Chargers annihilating the Broncos here.
0: Rams and Seahawks, Rams have nothing except pride, so Akers is worth a look, but the Seahawks, they're playing for a possible slot in the playoffs, so go with anyone on this team. Lockett might be out though, so keep an eye on him.
1: Well, I kind of liken Cam Akers to uh, uh, David Montgomery in Chicago. So he's just, hes I don't care if they're up by 20, down by 20, 1-15, Akers is going to dominate one way or the other, and so uh, the other guy in this game that's kind of like that, is Walker, who's back now as a running back in Seattle. Uh, and I'd say those two guys in this game are about it.
0: And looking at the Cardinals and Niners to wrap it up, Cardinals are a sit, but the Niners could be playing for home field. So anyone on this team is a solid go, and I'd go with anyone, period.
1: Other than the Lions, this is probably the hottest team top to bottom in football is the 49ers. And so you've got, again, Ayuk, McCaffrey, Kittle. Uh, not sure if Debo Samuel is going to play in this one, um, and so there's three guys right there, and then don't forget about Brock Purdy.
0: And there you have it, another edition of Kramer & Brill. Find out more by going to our website, kramerandperl.com, or on my Bob Brill YouTube channel. From our friend and colleague, Eric Kramer, I'm Bob Grill. we'll see you next time.